This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code POD to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code POD at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code POD. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. A Pete a uh, a kismet moment here on Ruskin and Zach. I was about to bring this up, unbeknownst to Pete. Pete texted us anyway. Are the worst yeah. people in sports that say when Tennessee is good, college football is better? Shut the bleep up. I hate them. The people who say that college football is better when Tennessee is good are people from Tennessee. Yeah, they're the only ones saying that. Correct. I don't think there's anybody in Wyoming going, boy, I love this college football now that Tennessee's good. I, I'm sure that nobody in the greater Athens area is going, man, I'm so glad Tennessee's back. No. You know, um, college football has plenty of villains and not enough likable teams, right? Well, who's likable? Nobody. No. <laughs> no, we hate everybody. We like them when they're that that fun team that's on the rise, but once they get there, we hate them. Yes, I think that's how people are experiencing Arkansas. They were on the rise last year. They're, they're exactly. And there are teams that um, will never be likable. Like if Texas starts to climb Texas, again. Texas, Alabama, yeah. Notre Dame. Hey. Miami. All right, fine. Yeah, nobody likes Miami. I mean, as far as I'm Clemson, as far as I'm concerned, um, Tennessee's just one more team to root against now in, in college football. So, I mean, if that's good for the sport. Fine, but I don't know. I mean, I, I I have a very strict policy, which is as of August first, I hate everybody's team. Yeah, that's and, and that's the way college football is. It's very tribal. You you go with your tribe, I'll go with mine, and we'll uh, we'll see in January. Yeah, that's college football. Yeah, and by the way, did it was Tennessee specifically the reason twelve million people watched that game on Saturday? I would argue that if Arkansas is in that same spot, 52-49, dogfight till the end top, with, with top, Alabama. Top seven game, yeah. On the, CBS in that window, there'd probably be 12 million people watch that game. The teams are interchangeable. If you've got a top As long team, as Alabama's there. Well, no. I, there, are, there are other teams that are, are big now. If Ohio State and Michigan did that. Okay, yeah. it, but it, it's still it's still a brand name. If, if Missouri's playing Kentucky, okay, I don't think still, they're getting 12 no, no, million no, no, people. That, no, but you need... It has to be a top five team with a brand name, sure. It's all about brand names in that sport. It's not sure. about it's the Blue Bloods. Uh, yeah, it, exactly. It, I That's mean, right. if Georgia and well, the Georgia Tennessee game in a couple weeks, you get one of those with those two teams, you're going to have a big audience, right? 
Right. I, I think you could have if, – if, if there's another team that could have put 52 <laughs> up on Alabama right. on, on the home field there and, and the game come down right. to the very end, they probably also would have had 12 million. I don't think Tennessee is the reason that at the end of the game 17 million people are watching. I think it was the only good game on. It's Alabama. It's Saban. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were – a lot of people were actively rooting for them to lose, I think. Uh, Shane and Ozark asks, is Florida State likable? No. Uh, Barton Rogers has just discovered Bob Costas. He says, holy bleep, you're right. This dude won't shut up. I know. No, he won't. I was amazed in the clip I saw during the break. Judge hit a home run, and he did not talk during the entire home run well, trot, he, which he, was rare. He was pissed off because he had to stop his story. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The, story, the game got in the way of the story he was telling. He was spinning a yarn about, uh, you know... Um, Mordecai three finger brown or something, and then the, the, and the about dead the, ball era, the Great Depression and and the Dust Bowl era. He was he was telling He's, a story about John McNamara and the. And the uh, do you think somebody got to him? You think somebody said, "Hey, here, here." I think that these companies rambling. These companies take social media uh, criticism very seriously, and uh, yeah, probably someone someone okay. said something to him. He's. I don't think you should take social media seriously. Uh, uh, criticism that seriously because those people hate everything so they're not really a great barometer on stuff but um um okay this is just okay my my adhd is taken over um just totally random um on the things that i did not expect to see today do you know who the director of basketball operations is at butler who greg odin oh really the uh oh, yeah the former that? number one overall pick with the bad feet didn't have that on my that bingo card ADHD today taken over. yeah i'm all over the place oh yeah, I've never bought into the um, if such and such is good, everything's good. Because, I mean, at one point I heard someone say, well, when the Giants are good, the NFL's good. Well, no, the Giants are no, good, no. the NFL's not very good no. right now. So, well, I mean, I don't buy into that. Now, to to have, like, for the college football playoff, you can't have, you couldn't have Cincinnati playing, I, I don't know, give me a random team. You couldn't have Cincinnati playing NC State. Nobody's going to watch that. You got to have, that's where you want the brand names. It's the same thing with the final, the, the really, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and the Final Four. You got to have the brand names. I, you yeah, got to have the big ones. You do. Nobody wants to see George Mason. You also have to have good games. Like you can put a little guy in there, but if and if it's a good game, people will stick Who's, with it. But. Who was it? Um, the 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 team that made the run this year beat Kentucky, St. Peter's. No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah St. Peter's. Peter's. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, it was fun for the first round. Coach parlayed that into the Seton Hall. Right, it was yeah. fun to the second round, but when I get to the Sweet Sixteen, I don't want I don't want them going any further because I know they have no chance. Well, there's eventually going to be the uh, the atonement, and they get beat by forty right. by somebody, and then it's a waste of uh, you know in the Sweet Sixteen round, you get two games that night or what four games that night, right. and uh, so one of the games is a stinker, so I, you don't want. That. I just. I don't want to see the little guy in the in the championship. What was it? A couple of years of Butler went back to back. Butler wouldn't win in either of those games. Gordon Hayward had a half court shot yeah, to win it well, in the air, though. Yeah, but he didn't. They weren't going to win either. Almost. Of those games. But I don't want to see that. I want to see the Blue Bloods. I want to see the big boys play. No. I'm sorry. I, I just I'm I'm that way. I I am an elitist. Fine. Whatever. You are. I am an elitist. That's true. I hate the little guy. I don't want to see GAC teams and SWAC teams and. Sun Belt teams. I, no, I don't want you in my well, final four. You can't have all little guys. Then there's no one to root against. And part of the fun is to root against someone. But if okay, you know so what I mean. Was there any doubt in your mind last year when Alabama went up against Cincinnati who was going to win that game? Not really. No. Okay. Right now, if I had thrown in, I don't know, Oklahoma State. I think was uh, Oklahoma State. Some whoever the fifth team was, the team that just got beat out, and they're playing Alabama. Is there just a, a sliver of doubt, or are you still going to roll with Alabama? 
Probably going to go with Alabama. But pro- probably is the key word. The problem with the college football semifinals, I don't watch them. Unless I check my score app and it's a close game, I'll turn it there on. Have but been, start to finish, those games are terrible. There except have, for one. There, well, two. Remember when uh, Ohio State beat Alabama down in New Orleans uh, the first was year? Was that a semifinal? Yeah, or was that, was, that, a, that was a semifinal. Oh, okay. That was that was wild. OU Georgia was one of them, wasn't it? Uh, that the was Rose that was a good semifinal. Hey, but yeah. remember when um, Trevor Lawrence and Clemson played Ohio State, and in the in the second half, Lawrence just went off, and they beat them. They beat them at the end. I think uh, Justin Fields had a ball at the uh, at the buzzer in the end zone that uh, Clemson picked off, or something. I may have that backwards, but I mean, very very rarely are the semifinals any good. Yeah, I think that uh, Tennessee fans. Mm-hmm. Tennessee had very little to do with 12, 13, 17 million people watching the end of that game. It had everything to do with the fact that there was no other good game on at that moment, and mm-hmm. this one was easily available on CBS. And Alabama was in it. All right. It had nothing to do with you. No. Come on. Hacker says the Sister Jean run is an exception. Here's the problem with the Sister Jean thing. All we remember is Sister Jean. 99% of you can't tell me what school she was with. That's what Loyola we, Chicago. I said ninety nine percent. And uh, Porter Moser ended up getting Terrific. the OU job. Great. I don't want to see that. I, I want to see Carolina. I want to see Duke. I want to see Kentucky. I want to see all the big schools in that that final grouping. Give me one every now and then that you know pushes somebody. But when it gets to the final four, man, I don't want the little guy. It's fun, but no, and especially in football. Here's a um, uh, case in point. The the best. Final four game I've seen in quite some time. Gonzaga Baylor. No little guy in there. You know what I mean? No. It was one of, that was the best final four game I can remember in some yeah, time. Gonzaga's not a little guy in college. Carolina basketball. Duke was a was game really, this really year. good. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, yeah. that uh, that Paolo Boncaro guy is pretty good. Yeah. And that that Carolina team probably overachieved. And if dude doesn't uh whose name is completely escaping me, he doesn't hurt his ankle, uh the big guy, you know, who knows? Tennessee had very little to uh, to do. They're, they're taking full credit for the uh, hey, they were the there ratings they, bonanza. But they were I, there. They won the game. Well, hey, they kept it close. If, if any team had been in that spot, mm. winning that game that way, the the ratings would have been monstrous. Sure. Still. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. This is the plaintiff, Austin Clagette. He had a hole-in-one at the Moralton Country Club and thought he would win a brand new truck. But the club said, no, you won't win the truck. He's suing to get the truck that he thinks he rightfully deserves. (laughs) 
This is the defendant, the Moralton Country Club. They claim that uh, he's not getting the truck and tough doo doo. <laughs> They've countersued for damages. <laughs> the proceedings you are witnessing are real. The participants are not actors. They've decided to put aside their differences and settle them here in the people's court. Now, what happens when? Oh my god! Wait it's the settler! The settler is here! Oh my god! Oh, who saw that coming? It's the settler's it's the music! Settler! <laughs> the three piece suit? There aren't any wrestlers that wear a three piece suit, are there? Nah, no. Not since Erwin R. Scheister. No. <laughs> And, uh, Do we oh, cheat him? Yeah, what? No, that was. Um, oh, well, who's the other guy? Ted DiBiase. Oh, the million dollar man, right, of course. Right, right, right. Million dollar dream. It's his finishing move, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, ben Matlock wants uh, Matlock's theme. I don't know. It worked with the whole yeah, people's yeah. court thing, explaining the story. <laughs> ben did criminal stuff. This is uh, this is a this is civil. Uh, yeah, this is this different. Is, this is a. Uh, I don't even know that this qualifies as civil. No, it's something else. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But. Oh, boy. What do you do? <laughs> Paul likes all the sound bites. He was oh, yeah. just reciting Again, it's, to his, uh, now I'm just, text machine. I'm here. simply just trying Thank to make you. full sentences yeah. now. That's right. That's very good. Oh, man. We were <laughs> talking about uh, earlier the, um, the, the the all the Tennessee people claim it is good for business, that they are good again. It's good for their which business. Which is a very pompous thing to it's say. It's good for That's their right. business. <laughs> right. I don't care. I <laughs> You know, Does this radio station sell one more ad because Tennessee's good at football? Of no. course not. Now, no. if they played Tennessee, maybe. And if they beat them, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. But it's all, I mean, uh, you know, college football fans in South Dakota couldn't care less. Oh, Tennessee's good. Oh, what a great season. <laughs> Come on. Ah, <sighs> Please. I don't know. Uh, also, mm-hmm. um, somebody, let's see here. I'm going to text on them. Um, Someone wants to make a wager with you on the About Chiefs being done. Who? Um, I'll wager fifty dollars worth of disc golf equipment. Look, I am that tired. the Chiefs win their division I am tired and make it of the AFC Championship. You hippie again. people, these disc golf people, go out, touch grass, play a real sport. I mean, they do play that outside. Yeah, they are touching grass. I think they are touching grass. They are. Sometimes they play barefoot. They are definitely touching grass. No. Earth, no. Earthing? Earthing. Earth. Very good. Yes. <laughs> they're, right. they're earthing. Very good. No. no. Hmm. They're like, it's like that giant game of whack-a-mole. And you say disc golf and they pop up. No. What's more annoying, disc golf guy or um, Razorback hockey guy? Oh, Razorback hockey guy. Shh, don't question. say You said it twice. One more time, they appear. Without question. It's like Beetlejuice yeah. or uh, or the Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was first, Beetlejuice or the Candyman? Because they both had the same premise. You say it three times, and they appear. The Candyman, I think, came first. Oh yeah, Beetlejuice, Sammy Davis. Yeah, no, the the other the other Candyman. Oh, sorry. I think we've said it. He's going to show up now and murder us. Now you're talking about the song. That's right. That's that's class. That song sucks. What? It's terrible. It is not. (laughs) You don't know your. Who can make a sunrise? Sprinkle it with dew. You know, babe, the Candyman can. Yeah, we don't have that. So we don't have that. We don't. No. All right. Go touch grass, James and Mountain Bird. That's right. 
Jake wants to know if he has a bet. I don't think so. We don't wager with listeners here. It's, 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 that's especially once to play disc golf. That's a bit we don't do here. That's beneath us here on Ruskin and Zach. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. It's just that we're too lazy. And we don't have fifty dollars. Okay, I would like to yep. take credit for something because I believe I single handedly changed the culture on this in our state. You mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that um, the women are not ranked in the preseason poll. That's correct. Uh, the football team is not ranked currently in the polls, and Nobody is saying anymore, well, they're 29th. Well, they're 31st. Well, nobody does that anymore. You know why? Your boy. That's why. I eliminated this from the conversation. They were all, I mean, this is all that happened until about 10 years ago. And I started railing on this, and now you're either in a poll or you're not. There's only 25 spots. You're not in the top 25. You're not in the top 25. But this used to happen all the time in our on like Channel Seven, like legit uh, news organizations. Forty twenty nine, but well, the Razorbacks twenty ninth in the poll. No, no, not. no, not anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. And I think uh, that I'm a big reason for that because I came out strongly against that. And and people in our business are ashamed to admit it, but they listen to every second of the show every day. They can't miss it. We we don't even listen to every second of the show. I know, but they do. Okay, they, yeah. you know. You know. Yeah, no, you know. no, I know, I know. Well, there you go. Mr. Pibb says, I'm sounding like the guy who started the wave. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've single-handedly changed the uh, conversation in the state of Arkansas about rankings. I think that's something that should be uh, noteworthy. And, yes, I'm currently um, uh, working on needing shoulder surgery for patting myself on the back over here. But Yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> but the way it used to be one way, and it's not that way anymore. And the only person I know of who spoke out against it was me. So I'm taking the win on that. Thank you. That's what I say. Okay. Win away. I like it. It's better this way, isn't it? You don't want to hear about being 31st. You know, that's, that's not it's a real. Lo- it's a lot of math, and I don't, uh, you know, you're either in or you're out. Now, the next thing I'm turning my attention to mm-hmm. is this situation where we only hear about wins. Yeah. You were talking about this yeah. during the break. Let yeah, me tell yeah. you something, folks. If the losses don't matter, the wins don't either, okay? New saying here on Ruskin and Zach, effective today. You can't just hide when you lose. You got to you gotta tweet the scores out too, okay? So, yeah, that's my the, new thing. Yeah, the soccer team lost to Alabama, but we didn't hear anything about that. Uh, I don't get those press releases, so I no. couldn't tell you anyway. One way yeah, or the it, other. <laughs> there, there was, a, uh, there was like a, a one-word you know, uh, tweet that went out, uh, game final. Can we t- I'm talking about this. I don't care anymore. Go, go ahead. The choke chain is free. Um, I get it's it's really interesting the way that um, the university has handled me um, because um, and this is your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. So about oh I don't know about four months ago, I was removed from some of the press release mailing lists, but not all of them. Like I still get some of them. Not all of them, so it's really odd. You would think that um, if you wanted me to mention, just on an off chance, some of the smaller sports, you would have those, even though you hate me, you would send those press releases anyway, just in case, you know, he gets stuck and says, hey, by the way, let me throw this in. Shout out to this team or that team or whatever. But no, that's not the uh, that's not the MO over there. They, they cover themselves now. They don't need me anymore. So, I don't know. I, I don't, uh, I didn't get any... Uh, releases I don't get but you know what it has cleared up my inbox I don't get anything on track and field anymore or softball or uh I still get basketball and I think I get some baseball stuff 
But all these other sports, I don't get volleyball press releases anymore. I think I get a soccer one every now and then. So it's okay. been really interesting how that how it all works. I would think you I would either be shut out or like in, and I'm kind of like half in the press release email club at the university. It's really strange. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. There may not be any more coming through. Radio silence. I've on. I've pointed out the glitch, and they're going to fix right. the glitch. So there's no need to transfer those over here. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Do you get everything they send out? I get enough. Do you get football stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. But I'm not surprised by that. Anyway, I just think that's fascinating. These are the things that amuse me, and it's the bye week. So, I mean, what do we got going on? The, the, not a whole play lot. play the Costas game again? I mean, come on. So, that's what's going on. Well, we're on. doing that next hour, right? Yeah, next like, hour. Yeah. We got to win it. Somebody's going to win. Yeah, it's best of three, and we'll do it next right. hour. Yeah. Game's still going on, right? It is still going okay, on. Okay, good. Right. Uh, live update, it is uh, four to one. All right. Uh, let's see here. I don't know what that text means. Can't read it. Um, <laughs> do you get the fall baseball scrimmage emails? Okay, I have to tread lightly on this um, because of obvious reasons. But um, I have gotten. Okay, let me say. Let me think about this. I'd be careful. I want to thank everyone for their tremendously um, thorough. Twitter updates on the fall baseball series. I have I have received them on the social medias and um, yeah, thank you, thank you so much. I feel like I'm there. <laughs> They're doing such a great job of describing it to me. I feel like I'm there. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. Was that good? Was that okay? Does that sound sure? Sincere? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, again, we'll find out. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll find out. Silence the phone. <laughs> what? Just silence of my phone. I am thankful for the updates. I can't be there, obviously, and um, it, it feels like I'm there with some of the updates that I see come through our uh, our timeline here. <laughs> so thank you for that very much. Someone asked me the other day, it's like, hey, are you going to any of those games? I'm like, um, hmm. No. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> I don't know. Hide in plain sight, Zach. That's kind of my uh, that's my uh, motto here. You know, I'm not over there. <laughs> Maybe at the mall, but not I have been there. to one event and no one bothered me, so that's good. I think it's over. I think it's it's. I think we 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 make a bigger deal out of it here just because you know we we tend to exaggerate things on the show because it's more entertaining that way. Um, if we did a purely factual show, I mean, who wants to listen to sixty minutes every day? I mean, come on. So. Although sixty minutes may or may not be factual, depending on depending on which things. side, yeah, which that's, side of the aisle you're that's on. That's right, depending on who you voted for. But anyway, I uh, but I, I think it's a, uh, I think this is a uh, blown over. Uh, Brad says I've made my mother proud. I don't know about that. Now, <laughs> now I can tell you, with great authority. Yeah. To, um, yeah. Is he currently walking a tightrope? Uh, I don't know. Oh, someone wanted to hear the Jeff Long cut. Hey, we could use that. To break up the awkward silences, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing that's going to break awkward silence like breathy Jeff Long being awkward. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have some fun, Les. What is that? We're gonna, have some fun. We're gonna win. Uh, that's what's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs>
It's either that or your football coach breaking character. We could use either one to kind of break up the tension. They both amuse me. I don't know which one. We'll, we'll stick with Jeff Long for now. There's nothing more awkward than breathy Jeff Long. <laughs> oh, well. Lance has put on the Bobby Valentine disguise. You know, I did have a hat on that day. Yes, so maybe did. that's why I wasn't recognized. You, you were in full camouflage that day. I was. Hide in plain sight, Zachary. What'd I tell you? Okay. Hide in plain sight. That's the deal. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this says, you, this is one of those where you remember where you were when it happened moments. Yeah, I remember where oh, I was. Oh, I, I remember was, exactly I was sitting where in this I chair. Was. I remember where I was when the phone call came in. Let's talk to Robert in Fort Smith. <laughs> Hi, Robert. Good afternoon. Hey, guys. I just see what your opinions were. You think my Dodgers just gave up and just, they thought they had it in the bag and didn't come through? I mean, because it wasn't the pitches, the calls. We had men on base several times. We couldn't get them in. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm certainly glad that Dave Roberts pulled uh, Clayton Kershaw out of that perfect game in June to save him for all of the uh, postseason innings that he's going to be. Oh, crap. I think for, (laughs) what, four games, the Padres became the team we thought they would. When they made all these deals, they became the team we thought they would. My opinion is this on baseball. I don't know about um, the other sports, but it's probably true in the other sports. Analytics are great. Over 162. But when it gets down to the playoffs and it's it's real pressure, if you're a manager, you better be able to manage with your gut and not the numbers. Because more often than not, these people that manage with the numbers, they get beat. Mm-hmm. And I know the Dodgers won it in 20, but I mean, they were playing in an antiseptic uh, environment because of COVID. That was not a real playoff, traditional playoff series with fans and going on the road and, and all that stuff. But it seems like these 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 um, these brain trusts that run these uh, these teams. It's great for one through one sixty two. But when you get the real pressure, you better have a real plan involving the humans and not the numbers, because the numbers never account for emotion or pressure. Well, they you don't. Also, you also, I mean, we didn't pay attention to it, but the Padres had closed the gap uh, over the second half of the season. The last couple of matchups, they really gave the Dodgers issues. And we just sort of glossed over it that the Dodgers won the division by 20 games and we didn't think anything about it. The Padres are becoming who we thought they were. They have a real good chance to knock off Philadelphia. Really good chance. And go to the uh, go to the World Series. I, I saw the thing today. Tatis had a second uh, wrist surgery today. What's that guy thinking right now? Mm. I mean, he could be part of this. And instead, they've actually they've gotten rid of one of the problems in their clubhouse. That whole thing is settled down. And now you got a, a really good group of players with Machado and Soto and Musgrove and all those guys. It's like when the Nationals won it without Bryce. You yeah, know, they got rid of Bryce in nineteen, right. and uh, and or, or he was out. Or did he get traded in nineteen? I think he did. Yeah. Well, no, he's a free agent. Okay. Well, he was gone, and then they won. The I, I, know you, I know you hate Bill Simmons, but one of the things that he used to talk about was the, was the Ewing theory, and it was the year that Patrick Ewing blew out his Achilles, and the Knicks got better. It's when your best player goes out, and everybody. The Dallas Cowboys. Dak goes down. What do the Cowboys do? They win. It's the yeah. same sort of deal. The Padres. Now, the Padres are, are loaded Are anyway. you suggesting the Broncos should bench Russell Wilson? I don't think that's going to help. They've got <laughs> other issues. But yeah, they missed Drew Locke. Uh, but, I mean, the Padres, look, the Padres are loaded anyway. But you got rid of kind of the guy that was the, the lightning rod for a lot of their stuff. And you move him out. And very quietly, 
that team has just gotten better. Right. The Dodgers, like Dodgers, are ultra talented. Top, I mean, top of the lineup to the bottom of the lineup. Pitching staff, they just you know they got beat by a team that was hot. Same thing with the Braves. I think the Braves overall are a better team than the Phillies. Phillies just got hot at the right time. Yeah, and I also think there's like, I mean, baseball postseason is different. There's real pressure there, mm-hmm. and most of the season there's not real pressure. No. Because no, there's so no. many, there's a game tomorrow. Yeah. There's a game tomorrow. There's a game the next day. I mean, there's just, it's like it's like this game. I'm sitting here watching right now. You're in, you're going into the uh, I guess into the top of the sixth, and you can start to feel it with every pitch. This is a deciding game. Every pitch matters, especially in the back half of a game. Real pressure, and these guys don't go through it all the time. Baseball's yeah. not as fluky as you know, like the NCAA tournament or some other sports where you can have a big upset. Usually, nine times out of ten, the best team wins. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. The uh, uh, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, wants... Um... Once a Snyder out. out, yeah, once him out, um, Jerry Jones, who I believe has far more influence than Jim Irsay, uh, does not want him out. So, well, he will probably remain so. because uh, on his way out, Daniel Snyder would uh, take everyone He's with going him. to nuke the bridge yes. right after he crosses it. Yes, that's right. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, hey, I'm sure the owners' meetings were a good time. What do they do? What uh, what what time do you think they start in the morning? Ten, ten thirty. Yeah, and then end at like four. I'm not sure what um, what what time they. Uh, but yeah, all those. Boy, that that room has got to be just awkward, full of smugness and awkward. arrogance and all of those things. Oh well. Um. I only got another story here. A uh, a couple tried to extort Georgia Tech. Mm. Um. What? Oh, this is the Passner thing. So they made up this story about Passner. Um. And um. And it's not true that he, uh, you know, did something he wasn't supposed to do, some sort of assault. And um, now a federal grand jury has indicted the Arizona couple for extort, conspiring to extort money from Georgia Tech by falsely claim, accusing uh, Josh Pastner of assault. So they have been uh, indicted. Is Josh Pastner, now he lost his job because he was losing, not because yeah, of the scandal. Yeah, he, right he was not very good at Georgia Tech. No. He's the guy that took over for Cal Perry at uh, Memphis, yes, right? Yes, okay. that's right. Yeah. Where's he, he at now? Did he land somewhere like small and trying to work his way back up? Uh, hang on. 
Um, I should know this. Wikipedia says he still works at Georgia Tech. That can't be right, can it? Maybe he does. Hmm. Wow. I think he's still there. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. was there last yeah. year anyway. Yeah. I'll be darned. Well, Georgia Tech stuck with the guy when there was a fake story. That usually doesn't happen. No. Usually, no, no, even usually if the story... they, they'll, they'll cut bait and go. Yeah. And then they'll find out later it's fake and go, whoops. Uh, sorry about Our that. Our bad. They must have had the they must have had the right information or something. I what? Know. I know. The social media told him to fire him. Well, we all <laughs> we we do. Ex- Can we talk about the James Corden thing? Please, yes. Okay. Anything but sports, for <clears throat> okay. God's sake. So I got I went way down a rabbit hole yesterday with this James <laughs> Corden thing. Now, DQ, I am not your our entertainment correspondent. I am not as well versed in James Corden. He's as the most. carpool karaoke guy. He does That's a late all night you talk need show. To remember. He's, he's on, all he's you on, need to know. He's on after uh, Colbert. Okay, so the uh, uh, I'm going to give you the the end of the story, and then we'll circle back, maybe with a flashback in the middle. Okay. So he has been banned from a restaurant for being abusive to staff. A Delta Bravo. Uh, yep. Yeah, and yep. it's not the first time he's done it at this particular restaurant. The owner of the restaurant. Is I guess he owns several high-profile restaurants. DQ, have you read the story? I read a bit of it. Okay, so he's got several high-profile restaurants, both in Los Angeles and in New York, and right. he's banned James Corden from all of from them. the whole fleet. from the whole fleet of restaurants. Okay. So I'm so I decide, well, let's click on it and find out. So I start reading story after story after story about this guy. Truthfully, I have no idea who he is. They sh- first story that that popped up was about uh, James Corden on a flight. Uh, He is sitting in first class with an empty seat next to him. There's a woman walking up the uh, the aisle with a baby in her hand, and she sits down next to James Corden. Now, everybody, the person who was recounting this was sitting in first class, and the the first person to count was, well, I'd seen the stories. This isn't going to go well. Said to Corden's credit, he puts on a set of headphones, puts on something over his eyes, and he turns and walks and turns and you know, basically turns his head away and goes to sleep. At the end of the flight, uh, the woman is trying to get bags out of there, and Corden's just watching her. And she finally, like, puts the baby down, and she goes, will you take your bleeping son and give me a hand? He just sat there the whole time, didn't bother to help his wife. So I'm like, I'm in. Wait a minute, that was his kid? his kid. Oh, my God. So now, that's the first story I read. And I'm like, I'm in. So I start reading story after story after story. There is a a I, who's the guy who was the uh, the captain on Star Trek? J, what, what's uh, his name? Um, you know him, the bald uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart yeah. is receiving an award, yeah. of some sort, and Corden is presenting. And I guess Patrick Stewart said something to Corden about uh, Corden had presented at some other award show, and he stood behind the person who was receiving the award with his hands in his pockets, like looking around, like he wanted to be anywhere else but there. And I guess Patrick Stewart made some sort of offhanded comment. Now, Patrick Stewart is what, 145 years old? Right. And like, and Cor- by, by all accounts, a true gentleman, actually, in real life. Yes, and, and, and he did everything he could not to punch James Corden in the face because <laughs> James Corden, I guess, got offended or something, and Patrick Stewart is at a podium. And Corden gets like real close to him and starts leaning on the on the podium, going, "When does the comedy begin? When are we going to?" And and Patrick Stewart just and he's just badgering him, and Patrick Stewart's just trying to get through his award speech. And finally, he he was very calm, a lot calmer than I would have been. 
And that was the second, that was a video. And it's it's all out there. Just Google search James Corden. It's all over the place. But it's just story after story. So this morning, I eagerly get up and I flip on the Twitters and I just type in James Corden. Everybody is banning him from something. Yeah. It is wild. So the interesting thing to me is like the creation. Like CBS spent a lot of money and resources into creating this yeah. persona that he was a right. likable guy right. and apparently totally sucks. Okay. So, so my, my my buddy Tyler just uh, t- uh, texted me. I forgot about this. He There's a story going, out, going on at, that at his show, he makes larger people sit in the back row so that they will not appear on camera. <laughs> oh, wow. Jimmy Kimmel, he does this um, thing where you like, if you get a question wrong, you have to eat something. Yeah. Who okay. does that? Uh, Corden does. Gordon, okay. And Jimmy Kimmel asked uh, that you'd like ask questions, and like if I asked you, you know, uh, give me name all fifty states in every in alphabetical order. If you can't do it, you have to eat something. Well, Kimmel says to him, he goes, "Can you name any one of your floor operators?" And he couldn't, didn't know their names. See, wow. And, and I mean, it is just story after story after story about this guy, and he is a complete, you know what? He's really, really bad, and. I mean, all you got to do is DQ, go on Twitter and just search James Corden, and you will just see. But this morning, all the blue checks, James Corden is bad. James Corden is bad. James Corden is bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I've, I'm going to be very interested to see because canceling one of their own um, is, is interesting. Well, this is an interesting situation because it doesn't sound like he did anything criminal. He just sucks as yeah, a he's person. Yeah, he's just— And people are like, we don't want to deal with him yeah. anymore. So this doesn't seem like this is a different thing than, well, you said the thing that you can't say anymore, so we're going to ban you from all this stuff. Right. Um, what you're tell- telling me is, is he's just a terrible he's person. He's just a repugnant human yes, being, and exactly. nobody wants to deal with him anymore. Exactly. Which now, is different. Now they, I, I, I'm in favor of that, actually. Uh, now, they, they were drawing correlations between James Corden and Ellen, who is apparently notoriously yeah. awful. Yeah. I, I think she got into some trouble about a year ago. Ellen's a terrible person, too. Okay, well, the, 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 the they inter- were comparing yeah. the two of them. The interview with um, Dakota Johnson and on the Ellen show, um, Dakota Johnson's from Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Um, Don Johnson's that, daughter, by the way. That interview was the downfall of Ellen. Like, if you've ever seen it. Cringe. She, like, Dakota was, like, talking about how... Ellen didn't go to her birthday party, and Ellen was like, "Well, I didn't get invited." Oh, and yeah, Dakota yeah. was like, "I no, did Ellen, see that. I did invite you." Yeah, I did yeah. see that. And then that was a complete downfall of Ellen. That happened like two years well, ago. Well, there was what's a- interesting is like so. So when you talk about that moment, like all of these talk shows are so like care- they're not they're not live to tape no. like the old days. They're carefully edited where like stuff like real stuff doesn't get sure. on the air very often. So somebody in Ellen's crew. Somewhere along the chain said, you know what? Leave it in. Leave it in this time. Because they could have shot that again and then, okay, y'all have to play patty cake with each other because we can't air that because that was cringeworthy. But somebody said, no, we're, we're, and then it would leak out on the internet later and be 10 times worse because they didn't actually air it. But James Corden and Ellen, huh? Yeah. It's, um, does Kimmel know any of his floor operators, by the way? I, Oh, no, probably not. They're little people to him. <laughs> I I would be I if I could stay up late enough to watch one of these things, I might. No, just because it is it, it's Steve Harvey won't let people look at him yeah, when he's like on the elevator. But stuff. but by all accounts, he's a really nice guy. I, I know, like I've read stories like this. 
um, where, where Steve Harvey is just a genuinely nice guy. He's just somewhat shy. You know, I, I will say this, too. Um, like, in some of those jobs, like, some people can't just, like, walk out there and start doing it. Like, you have to, like, get in a certain frame of mind to do that. So, you know, maybe you do need, uh, you know, a little while where no one bothers you so you can get, you know, get into the mm. into that mode. You know what it means? There are people that can go from, like, you know, cutting it up with the crew to, like, action and then do, like, a big, you know, serious scene. But they're, they're, that's not that's not usual. Some people have to, you know, mentally work up to it. So there is something to some of that. But um, I don't know. So Corden's a bad dude, huh? He's getting banned from all these restaurants. Yeah, now uh, Mark and Alice, one, one of would, the bans was lifted, which this, I'm going to have to go back and look. This is totally different. Because didn't we all think, oh, he's the guy singing in the car with mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. He's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. There was a New York Post article about it that says, you know, basically he kisses the right behinds and um, and everybody and to, to basically navigate his way through Hollywood. So can you do this anymore? Like, is that way to fame possible where you can be a total jerk and no one will ever call you on it? I, that era may be over. Because of social media, right? Where it's like someone will say, "No, this guy sucks." Here's what he did: he, uh, you know, he he had a thousand dollar dinner bill and left a four dollar tip. He's a he's a creep. Um, <laughs> I mean that that's uh, the days of that are, are maybe ending, where the, you could be a jerk all the this time. This is what's circulating, and I mean, there's oh, it's there's, a, it's it's it's, it's his hundreds. picture on an airplane with right. the red circle with right. the line through it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's all yeah. over the place, man. I mean, there are people here, you know, claiming they worked in television and he's this, he's that. I mean, nobody says, no, nah, he's a good guy. Also, yeah. he was in the Cats movie, and I think that's just crime enough. <laughs> if you guys have ever seen that you movie. Should be, you should be banned from show business for appearing in the Cats Unfortunately, movie. Unfortunately, Taylor Swift was also in the Cats movie. She should movie. be banned from show business, too. <laughs> Speaking of which, how are, how are you doing? I'm excited. Okay. That's right. None yeah. of us are, but I'm glad you're excited. Yeah. Hmm. Who is the James Corden of the Arkansas media? Well, here's <laughs> Let me be ter- perfectly honest with you, all right? Because most people think that I'm like this horrible jerk person. I am uh, I'm not. Would you would now you can you can verify this. We joke <laughs> around about things, right? I get more questions about you. Yeah. And I go, yeah, he's an absolute ass. No, I, <laughs> thank no, you. No, the, the, the legend grows. No, no, you are very, very, very different. I'm a quiet person when I'm not here. I just well, go I mean, home and not, watch look, my stories. Look, and, look, what's uh, in that water you're drinking? Looks like it carried away that you're a quiet person. There's vodka in there. All right. Yeah. No, but you are a very, very different person. Yeah. I mean, I know my answer to that question, and it's probably different for everybody. Okay, so the question would be, if James Corden's a jerk, who's the biggest jerk in Arkansas well, sports media? Who whose persona on air doesn't match their actual personality? Ah, hmm. Okay, well, well, I would be number one there. I, I well, but, you, you're you're in a different way. You're going in reverse. But but uh, what you're talking about with James Corden is you play nice on right. TV and you're actually right. mean in real right. life. Right, right. right. I'm play mean here, but I'm actually nice in real life. So it's again, the, it's let's the reverse. not get carried away. It's the reverse uh, cowgirl of the situation. Um. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I knew you'd get that one. Thank you. Um. Hmm. Who plays nice but is actually mean? Hmm. Or I mean, who is who is publicly all smiles and is an absolute jerk behind the scenes? And look, mm. everybody has that 
here's a little secret. We're all wildly insecure at our at our core. Yeah. But there are people who are all smiles to your face, and then the minute you the minute you turn around, it's totally different. So, um, let's spin this another way so we don't get sued. Okay. Who is the same off air and on in our business? Darby is. Darby is very much the same person you meet yeah. in person versus you know what he is on TV. Very very likable guy. Um, Darby is. Darby's one of the Mike Neighbors is that way. The guy that you see, he that's him all the time. Yeah. Um I mean, just off the top of my head, you I mean media types. Yeah. <laughs> They're all listening. Clay Remember is, that. Clay's that way. Clay is a very Clay is very mild mannered. Clay is Clay's a, Clay's a great man. Yeah. Clay Clay is that way. He's very I, nice to you. He's very nice when you're away from you. He'll he's always got your back. I don't I don't know. Um I I don't know if he wants me to tell this, but I'll tell it anyway. Um during my situation, there were very few people who reached out. Clay Henry was one of them, and I'm very uh, appreciative of that. And he was um, he was very uh, helpful. He offered a, uh, an, a an ear when I was uh, mm-hmm. stuck in the uh, penalty box for those few days. So Ty, I, I appreciate Ty is that. that way. Ty is a very well. Genu- Ty is a very genuine person away yes. from this. No, you're right about that. No, yeah. He 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 um. He has a little bit of Suzanne Summers. He plays up the dumb thing. Sure, he's he not as he's dumb not as, as, he dumb as he plays. Yeah. No, I'm, we're well, giving away all the secrets now. Well, I, I and and we say that, and then you know he goes and does something dumb. It's just like, man, we we defend you, we defend you, we defend you. Many of you have dove into the world <laughs> of I mean, sports that made it through play. the censors. I've never had a bad run in with Steve Sullivan. No, Sully's great. Yeah, Sully's great. I like great him. Hair. I mean, yes, great. Golden Mane. Um, yeah. No, Sully's great. Sully is. Sully's too nice. It this makes is me a, nervous. This is a fine, um, but mm-hmm. cool. I met Steve Sullivan in 1991 as an eight-year-old. He was doing a sportscaster for a day camp at, when he was at Channel 4, and I was the youngest one there. He had, they had an old sportscast, mm-hmm. and you'd go and do it on tape and, and whatever, and um, that's uh, and I bring that up every now and then to him. I don't think he likes it because it makes <laughs> him feel old, but... Uh, <laughs> I've uh, brought that up a no, couple he's, times. He's, he's as he's as genuine as genuine gets. No, that's right. All right, we're probably causing a lot of problems here because of Why? the people we're not mentioning. Uh, we're, we're not <laughs> omitting anyone on purpose. It's just you know people that jump out at you. Yeah, there are some people we're not mentioning because well, they, no, maybe they don't uh, fit the uh, criteria here. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, all right. This is your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. Are you prepping for an awards ceremony? What do you mean? Oh, Oh, do you have to do Hollywood nice where you say nice things about everybody? Mm. Like an award show? I got an award show this weekend I got to get ready for. Is it the one at the Apollo? It is. Are you going to make the joke again? I am. Is anyone going to laugh? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No chance. They don't understand it. I've always wanted to do a perform at the Apollo. The Apollo. (laughs) Yeah, you got to hit the (laughs) Apollo. Crickets chirping. Uh, yeah. There's Nothing. some feedback. There's <laughs> a microphone. Uh, guys, guys, just because we didn't mention someone doesn't mean we think badly of it. We're just we're we're going here. Just relax. <laughs> I mean, some of you aren't wrong, but just because we didn't mention them doesn't mean we're we're omitting anyone on purpose. Mm. I'm. Uh, I state my regret for what I said <laughs> earlier. All right. Oh. <laughs> Which thing? All of it. Every one of them. You know who's, and I've said this before, you know who's really, really nice and has no reason to be? It's Laura Rutledge. Like, super nice. 
Yeah, we've talked about uh, the, the she, national people. I mean, you know, she is one of the nicest people I have ever met. Here's the other thing about um um a lot of people in our business. Mm. Like, unless you're a jock and you've always been pop, if you're just been straight up a media person, that's all you've wanted to do. We're all kind of awkward anyway. Yeah, like we're all kind of awkward and shy, and like you know, it's 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 it doesn't make sense, but it's true. We're the only we're only comfortable in situations like this because in situations like this we're in control, and yes. in real life we're not in control, That's so we're fair. uncomfortable. So um, you know, like you meet some of these people and they're just like kind of awkward, but that's just because we're awkward. That's, that's that's how we are. We're a bunch we're of very, nerds. Very very that's what awkward. it is. Couldn't do anything else, so we do this. Yeah. A hacker bringing up a point. Uh, no, the guy that tried to pick up a pick a fight with Clay in the press box was not um, who you were referencing. It was um, a writer who's still around here that um, <laughs> wanted to wanted to fight Clay in the baseball press box. <laughs> I happened to be there at that of that moment, and it was it's one of the great memories of my life. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> And then he stormed out in a huff, and Clay's just like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see here. What does this say? Uh, look at Jordan. When the last dance covered him punching Kerr, people loved him even more. <laughs> okay. I don't know that. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, it made sense. We are in a uh, – this is a – Something else though. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. The um we're in this world now where an athlete will do a documentary and produce it themselves. And this is a really weird place to be. You know, it started with Jordan, but we're gonna give Jordan a pass because it was COVID and there were no sports happening. So we had to watch that. It was the only thing on that moved Literally. it up for us. It was the only thing on. Now everybody is like Magic Johnson's doing one, and they're all like they're they're. You don't get to call your shots in your own documentary. Like, you, go write an autobiography if you want to do that. Like, this is not. We're in a we're 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 entering an era of like, like a glut of bad sports documentaries. I think because they're not. Well, everybody's got to have one now. When Thirty for Thirty started, like, the early ones were just like passion projects, like. Barry Levinson's a Baltimore guy. He did the one on the Baltimore Colts mm-hmm. band that wouldn't die even when the team left. Like, that's a passion project for him to tell that story. Now, it's just, hey, you know, I can get a deal with Netflix, a content deal, and tell my own story myself and just get the money. And it's not about the story anymore. It's just about a sanitized version, an antiseptic version of the truth. And it's just not, it's not the same. Dan was, Levitar was talking about this in a uh, podcast uh recently that um people are more responsive when you're when you present yourself warts and all versus when it's sure. a perfectly carved it and created shows, image it shows a little humility right when you're a little a uh, little humble about some of your uh, your transgressions people yeah. tend to forgive you well when you dig your heels in and flip them the bird they generally don't <laughs> that's right yeah it's not complicated yeah like Derek Jeter had a list of approved people for his documentary mm-hmm. that they could interview. And they're um, all his friends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure that they had to disclose an NDA. And somebody on the list, I heard them talking about it. Um 
No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign in now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy redefined. And remember to use the promo code HTL. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. A man in Florence, uh, Alabama, was arrested Saturday night after shooting at his neighbor's house following Alabama's loss to Tennessee, according to the Florence Police Department. Ricky Franks Jr. It's always a junior. Allegedly, always a Ricky, Well, from Alabama. uh, Had allegedly been involved in an argument with his neighbor about the Alabama game on Saturday. Franks Jr. then allegedly left the neighbor's home following a verbal confrontation, then fired a shotgun six times at the home. Wow. The house was hit, but no one inside was injured. The shooting, uh, during the shooting, officers with the Florence Police Department responded to the incident and arrested Franks Jr. Without further incident, he was released on a $30,000 bond. <laughs> it's like those two yokels it's... up in Rogers that shot each other. Oh, to uh, see if the bulletproof vest right. worked? Yeah. No. Boy, the... I'm sorry. I know this goes against. Uh, this is this is breaking character, mm. guys. It's a football game. It is. It's a football. It game. is. It's not life. It's a football game. Please. I do wonder, like, how empty your life is that the the outcome of a football game made you want to go shoot your well, neighbor. You got your answer. You don't have a lot going if, if on. Your if your life is empty enough, where the idea of going and shooting at your neighbor's house yeah. is an option. I don't think this guy's an executive at a bank or in the medical field, you know? No, he's got that Mark Davis haircut. Where it's oh, like no, the bowl? Up, yeah, like the Mo from uh, the Three Stooges haircut. <laughs> and it's Alabama. What do you want? This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.